Good morning, Pensacola. Andrew McKay and the Pensacola Morning News starts right now. to do in the military here's the bluff the bottom line up front florida is number one and working together we will ensure that florida remains the number one state in these united states at the state of the state address wait was i not on dang it we're number one we're number one (laughs) I need I need DeSantis foamy fingers. That's what I need right now, which is nothing lured about that. Florida is the fastest growing state in the nation. We rank number one for net in migration. We rank number one in the nation for new business formations. We are number one in economic growth amongst large states. Florida has more people employed today than before the pandemic. Our unemployment rate is one of the lowest on record, and it is significantly lower than the national average. And of course, as many of you know in this room, the last two years, we've seen the largest budget surpluses in the history of the state of Florida. We're number one. We're number one. Woo-hoo! Stop lying about us, y'all. And we do that with having the lowest per capita state tax and lowest per capita state debt burdens amongst all large states. We rank number one in the nation in tourism, and we just experienced yet another record-breaking year for visitors to the Sunshine State. We are number one in law enforcement recruitment and support. Florida's crime rate stands at a 50-year low. We are number... In everything. No, um, uh, law enforcement recruitment is an interesting one because we've talked about this many times with our law enforcement friends. That, uh, they're like, you know, our best selling point is I can tell people, you know, come here. They like you from Washington, from Oregon, from California, from Illinois, from New York. Right. Come here. They like you. They'll support you. They'll believe in you. And they come here and they're like, oh, my God, I heard stories. <laughs> you know, it's like. You know, you know these uh, like post-apocalyptic movies where you know there's always some running around urban myth about the, the 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 sanctuary. You know, the place like up in Maine, we hear there's a facility where nobody's gotten infected yet, and out on the West Coast, we hear there's a place where they still have books. You know, that's Florida, man. Like we are the post-apocalyptic like paradise. That's where all the people. I hear they like law enforcement in this place, this mythical place called Florida. You know, like that would be us in the apocalypse. So, man, it's uh, it's good to hear them talk about some of this stuff. We rank number one in the nation for education freedom. We rank number one in the nation for parental involvement in education. I, I, I will say, by the way, these are a little bit more of what we would call soft data points. <laughs> these are the, the, the other ones you can make the case, like you can actually count the number of people moving in. You can actually count the budget, you know, that kind of stuff. I, I'm not sure that you can, you know, tabulate education freedom exactly. But, uh, you know, we'll take it nevertheless. I'm just saying it, it's like there's, there's um, you know, there's science and then there's social science. <laughs> 
right? Come on now. You know it's true, right? Just because you put science after it doesn't mean. Same thing here. Like, there's data, and then there's, you know, we're number one in education freedom. Ah, yeah. okay, fine. Number one in fourth grade reading and math That's amongst all large states. And we have the number one public higher education system in the country. It's also a number. We are number one amongst large states for the quality of our roads. And Florida has the top three cruise ports in the entire world. One of these things does not sound exactly like the others in significance, but okay, cruise ports, you know, we'll take it. I'm not, I'm not complaining. Dude, that's my favorite thing. You oh, like. that's fine. That's fine. And it's the a roads. Big deal. Am I, am I? Like the roads one right. caught me off guard. I'm and like, roads. You have best roads for a big state. Okay, I'll t- which you know you like. You clearly haven't driven in the Northeast. Well, that's fair. No, it's true, and also true that they deal with. You know what I was thinking while he was um, while he was going through this? I was thinking of all of the prosperity that we have in Florida, and we still have to beat hurricanes every year. You know, just like in context, what other states don't have to deal with and still don't do so well. We defied the experts. We bucked the elites. We ignored the chatter. We did it our way, the Florida way. And the result is that we are the number one destination for our fellow Americans who are looking for a better life. I love, I I, I know it was on purpose. I love the little part where we did it our way, like you kind of hear the New York song because we're always battling New York. Like, that's funny. Start spreading the news, Mr. DeSantis. Also, just to be clear, we bucked. The elites was the word he used. Bucked the elites. Now, just to be clear, you know, <laughs> want to enunciate every time. Enunciate really, really well. And then you know, it, this one at first caught me off guard as a brag, but then I thought about it. I'm like, oh, again, if he's if he's running for president, well, should I say future president-elect DeSantis yes. gave the state of the state address yeah. yesterday, right? Um, okay, uh, you know, if he's running for president, which we still don't know, but we all assume. Um, this is the kind of thing that really does, I mean, all of that, yes. I mean, I'm not disagreeing. But this is one of those where like, oh, yeah, that is pretty amazing, really. In September, Hurricane Ian smashed into southwest Florida and barreled across our state. It left catastrophic damage in its wake, including the destruction of the Pine Island Bridge and the Sanibel Causeway. Local island residents were told it would take six months or more to restore the bridges, And so they appealed to the state for help. We took up the challenge. And three days later, we opened a rebuilt Pine Island Bridge. Amazing. That that really is one of those. Do you remember how we were expecting Sanibel was going to be closed off to outside traffic for six months, a year, you know, because the damage was so bad? Yes. And then, well, what's that? Nothing. Go ahead. (laughs) And then, like. Three days later, you know, they've got something on them. It's pretty impressive. Um, so, and it, I will I will tell you, I listened to the Democratic response. We'll get to that in a minute. But um, this was, like, just a greatest hit speech. It really was. I was, I don't typically find myself caught up much in these kind of speeches because I don't expect them to be much. But having watched the State of the Union speech, which was, bleh, and um, having watched this speech, I'm like, my God, it really, <laughs> we really are doing very, very well in all kinds of things. And of course, he talked about everything. I mean, it was, it was the giant greatest hits of what has been done and also, you know, what they are, what he is working on. Um, there was one part, that, well, here, I'll give you, this is an example. This is, and the reason I say it's significant is because what you're looking for in a president, right, is somebody who can get things done, be effective, be a leader, do the right thing, 
and also, by the way, you know, what happens typically in like, you know, the midterm elections, all that kind of stuff, you have, um, you know, you lose ground, right? Meanwhile, Governor DeSantis managed to gain a tremendous amount in his second election, not just for him, but across the board for Republicans, right? That's a I mean, how many people who did not vote for him the first time around voted him for lots and lots and lots of people? Enormous down ticket effects. Same thing if you're looking for a president, right? What typically happens is people get tired of the person, you know, and, you know, that not midterms, but, you know, second term can be more difficult. Look, look what happened here. Just, you know, people can say, well, you get all of these things done in Florida for the Republican Party because the Republicans control all of the state houses by three quarters margin in both houses. True. But why? Why? Is it because so many people in in Florida are just now Republicans? I mean, there are more, but not by that kind of a margin. Not since not since four years ago, when it was all dead even, remember? When everything was recounts. And remember that we barely missed getting Andrew Gillum as the governor? <laughs> How close that was. 30,000 votes. Um, the difference is when you see these kind of results, people are like, oh, yeah, no, this is better. <laughs> right? I mean, it's... It's pretty impressive just to have that kind of track record. And sometimes it's little stuff. Like, this might seem like a little thing, but this is a byproduct of a focus in education that the governor has had on what they call workforce training, as opposed to, like, you know, white-collar college degrees, that kind of stuff, which is, you know, basically getting people trained for all of the jobs that we had trouble staffing during the pandemic that caused a lot of the supply chain issues and all of the kind of economic upheaval that we dealt with, and inflation, a byproduct of that to some degree. So what was Florida's answer? Well, we'll just really dedicate ourselves to getting more, like, for example, truck drivers. Four years ago, the state was producing about 600 truck drivers a year. Now, through all our all of our initiatives over the last four years, we're capable of producing 3,500 truck drivers each and every year. You want to talk about supply chain. You want to talk about making sure our economy runs. These guys are really important for that. That's absolutely. And then medical freedom and then, you know, taxes and legal reform and housing, which, by the way, you know, it's kind of funny. The uh, Democrats had put out a thing uh, yesterday about, well, DeSantis isn't talking about the outrageous price of housing. Okay. Okay, I understand. I agree. That's a problem. Everybody agrees that's a problem. Housing shortage, price of housing. Agreed. But what's that caused by? I'm I'm not trying to be pedantic. I'm just, you know, what's that caused by? Why do we have the housing problems that we have? Because so many people want to be here. (laughs) Because they move here in droves. And when there's a massive influx of supply of residents and you don't have an equal counterbalancing um, supply of houses, what do you get? Well, I mean, demand for housing, supply of housing. You get The point is you get a price increase, a massive one, unfortunately. So what they're arguing basically is stupid Florida, so appealing. <laughs> right? I mean, that, look, it's a problem. You have to solve it. But what would the alternative be? You shouldn't have made Florida so good. Stop telling people Florida's good. Okay. All right. (laughs) That's a little bit of a weird argument for you to make. 521 on News Radio 92.3. It is funny. I just tell you, I don't know how much you talk to people who are from other places in the country. Um, the, The perception that people outside of Florida have of Florida is a complete mismatch with what we know about Florida. It's weird, like, because they get lied to so much. I'm not much on the, like, media lies to bandwagon, typically, but I know this one for a fact. It's crazy. 
it's it's just, it's bizarre how much people get lied to about Florida. Anyway, 437-1620, 437-1620. And I will also say that listening to the Democrat response, not not the Fentress Driscoll one, which is yeah, not really all that interesting. Um, I thought Lauren Book, who is a, who is a state senator, who um, actually I think Lauren Book would be a much better nominee to run for governor. I don't know why they picked Nikki Fried. I'm glad they did, or why they picked Charlie Crist over Nikki Fried. Either one, uh, Lauren Book would have made a much more compelling candidate. And I'm frankly, I don't think she had a chance to beat DeSantis, but she would have been like had a really a better shot uh, for sure than Charlie Crist or Nikki Fried for sure. Uh, but I think that what she's arguing in her response is about the best you can do if you're going to raise an objection to Governor DeSantis based on facts, not distortion. Much of this has been put at risk by the divisive agenda of a governor vying to be the most conservative in the nation. Banning books? That's not freedom. Limiting protests against the government? That's not freedom. Claiming to be pro-business, yet attacking Florida's businesses, both big and small? That is not freedom. Forced pregnancy and birth, even in cases of rape and incest, that is not freedom. See, if you start from the premise that what the Democrats consider freedom is freedom, I mean, she's that's accurate. Like, if you start from her premise, those are the criticisms. And about the best you can do is say, well, he's enacted a lot of conservative agenda, and he has. And to the degree that those things are incompatible with liberal notions uh, some liberal notions of freedom, then that's the way you attack him, right? You say that um, people struggling economically is not freedom, or people, you know, him having basically unfettered executive power, which it, he does. I mean, if you look at right what he wants, he gets, uh, and what he doesn't want, he gets not. Right? That's the point. And so those are those are fair things, right? That there's there's not a uh, there's not a real balance of power in Tallahassee, right? The governor gets what the governor wants, right? The legislature is not really a check on the governor. Now, you can argue about that theoretically, and, and that's fair. They're not, okay? Now, if you like what he's doing, then you think, take it, <laughs> right? But if you worry about things like the concept of balance of power, and certainly if you disagree with his agenda, that's where you focus. And she did. And those are fair criticisms. They really are. 524 on News Radio, if, especially if you start from her point of view. 524 on News Radio 92.3. I'm Andrew McKay. For adults with moderate to severe plaque psoriasis who are candidates for systemic or phototherapy, now there's SkyRizzy, Rizinkizumab Rizza, a prescription-only 150-milligram injection. With SkyRizzy, three out of four people achieve 90% clear skin at four months, and SkyRizzy is just four doses a year after two starter doses. Nothing in me go hand in hand, nothing on my skin, that's my new plan. Don't use if allergic to SkyRizzy. Serious allergic reactions and an increased risk of infections or a lower ability to fight them may occur. Before treatment, your doctor should check for infection and tuberculosis. Tell your doctor if you have an infection or symptoms, such as fever, sweats, chills, muscle aches, or cough, or if you plan to or recently received a vaccine. With SkyRizzy, you could achieve 90% clearer skin. Ask your doctor about the number one dermatologist prescribed biologic in psoriasis and visit SkyRizzy.com or call 1-866-SKYRizzy to learn more. 
Hi, this is Earl Ron. I'm the president of New South Windows Solutions. What I like people to understand about our company is what's unique about us. We manufacture, we install, we guarantee. We go out of our way to make it easy. The most important thing that New South offers is very simple, absolutely true factory direct pricing. From our factory to our truck to your driveway. Most of the window companies are either resellers, a wholesaler, a contractor, a distributor, a sales organization. We eliminate those levels of marketing. So you're paying true factory direct pricing. Please take the time to visit NewSouthWindow.com. Call now, 1-800-NEW-WINDOWS. Hey, this is Dr. Ben McMillan. I do a show on the Pensacola Expert Panel. We talk about your health problems. Let me educate you about the Activator Method of Adjusting, which offers a safe and effective alternative to traditional manual adjustments. So whether you've been hurt in a car accident or have been suffering from back or neck pain, chiropractic care could be your solution and not just a temporary fix. Join me this Friday on the Pensacola Expert Panel. The Pensacola Expert Panel, 9 to 11 weekdays on News Radio 92.3 AM 1620. As a small business owner, what keeps you up at night? Just knowing if your email got hacked or your phone system went down, it could cost you thousands in revenue as well as your reputation. That's where Data Revolution comes in with their unique position to take care of you and your business IT support, phone systems, cybersecurity, and more. Secure it and sleep better at night by going to datarevs.com. Winner of the 2021 Best of the Bay for IT support, datarevs.com. News Radio 92.3 is Pensacola's radio home for informative, local, and dependable news and talk. News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. It's so absurd I have to be here on a Saturday. It's not like I'm a defective or anything. This is uh, one of the other songs off of that Soup Dragons album, <laughs> as opposed to I'm Free. Yeah, that's the one you know, but here's some deep cuts. Oh, yeah. 528 here on News Radio 92.3, informative, local. Um, Too hip for the room. That's right. <laughs> I died. All right, David Wayne's in the newsroom with our headlines. David. The Biden administration says they are working closely with the Mexican government government to make sure justice is served after the death of two Americans in northern Mexico. Uh, They offered condolences to the victims' families on Tuesday. The White House did a level four do not travel warning currently in place for the area just across the border from Texas where that all happened. The city of Memphis has now wrapped up its investigation into the beating death of Tyree Nichols. Officials say more information is going to be released to the public today. That includes about another 20 hours of video. And uh, both the city's police and fire departments have been looking into whether employees violated department policies. And Keanu Reeves recently had a fungicide named after him. He's now thanked scientists for the honor. Uh, German (laughs) scientists recently discovered a new bacteria that they say kills fungus like John Wick. That's a quote from the scientist. Uh, In close quarters combat with pistols and (laughs) Krav Maga, is that what that is? I believe so. That's the only way fungicide works. That's that's the good fungicide, that's right. (laughs) So they named it Keanu Myosin. That's uh, fantastic. I am 100% bragging about that if I'm him. That's fantastic. So over the weekend, uh, it, he was at a Q&A event, Keanu Reeves was, and uh, he... Uh, he was at a Keanu and a Yeah, that's right. And he said, thanks, scientist people. <laughs> <laughs> Nicely done, Bill. All right. 
Wow. Wow. I love this show. I know. I know. That's I know. a great bunch story. of nerds. Yeah, Kiana yeah. side. <laughs> or so- Kiana Myerson. Was he okay with Socrates? Oh, yeah, sure. Of course. 437-1620. I don't know what to do now. That's <laughs> I just love that story. That's oh, Somebody texted him, putting the, putting the fun and fungicide. And that, that is good. Um, and no gold coins or secret hotels or dead dogs in the story, which is, you know, better, right? Sorry to bring down the room. All right, uh, five thirty on News Radio ninety two. My boy. Once you get past the first part of John Wick, you're yeah, just, like yeah. The, the backstory is 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 unpleasant, but it makes him who he is. Absolutely. <laughs> oh man, we're out of time. I know we are. We completely out of time. Hey, Independence for the eyeball, eyeball. Uh, Independence for the blind eyeball is this Saturday. I'll be emceeing six o'clock. Hilton on Pensacola Beach. Come join us. Raise some funds and buy some stuff. Please buy some stuff. I'm doing the auction. I hope that works out okay. Uh, David Wayne, what do you have coming up, sir? There's some changes coming for your FPL bill. I'll tell you about it after Fox. Fox News. I'm Chris Foster. Two Americans rescued in Mexico were back across the border in Texas, so are the bodies of two friends. The four from South Carolina were kidnapped Friday. Mexican President Lopez Obrador says one man is in custody while they look for others. Mexico believes the attack was likely a mistake, that cartel scouts mistook the Americans for allies of a rival gang. Like many Americans, this group traveled to Mexico to save money on a medical procedure, a risk that proved deadly. Fox's William Legendess. The White House is endorsing a bipartisan Senate bill making it easier to regulate or ban some foreign technology, including the social media app TikTok. That legislation would empower the Commerce Department to review data transfers and communications technology sent to any company which has a foreign adversary interest. Fox's Kevin Cork. America's listening to Fox News. Good morning, 531 News Radio 92.3. Right now it is 69 degrees. Partly cloudy skies in Pensacola. Well, your Florida power and light bill is going to have a few changes effective as of April 1st. The Public Service Commission yesterday approving two FPL proposals. One of those changes means that storm recovery costs could be a little bit different here in the panhandle. The storm cost recovery that for Michael and Sally that occurred here uh, a few years ago that's been about $11 a month. Instead of those costs being just spread over the customers in Northwest Florida, those costs will be spread over the entirety of the FPL customer base uh, throughout the state. And so that reduces the cost for our customers in Northwest Florida significantly. Uh, That's FPL Northwest Florida uh, manager J.T. Young. Uh, In total, though, about $2.1 billion in storm recovery costs were approved, and those will be spread out across all of FPL's customers across the state. That would mean about $4 a month for every 1,000 kilowatt hours on your bill. The PSC also approved a decrease in fuel costs after a drop in projected costs for the year, and they plan to ask for another fuel price decrease in May. Pensacola State College earning the recognition as a gold military-friendly school by Victory Media. That's one of only 250 schools nationwide that have been awarded that status. It's the 14th time PSC has earned the accolade. Military gold status awarded to schools that ensure success for their military students. Last year, the school had more than 2,600 veterans, active-duty military, and military dependents 
enrolled in their classes. Two lawmakers are behind an effort to change the state's abortion law. Vero Beach Senator Aaron Grawl and Fort Myers State Representative Jenna Parsons uh, Molika each filed a bill yesterday that would ban abortions after six weeks. The law does uh, does allow exceptions up to 15 weeks when the mother's health is in jeopardy or for victims of rape or incest. Mailing abortion pills would also be illegal under the proposal. Currently, Florida bans abortions after uh, 15 weeks. Tom Brady says he's just too busy for another NFL return. Responding to reports that he may return, Brady tweeted, anyone thinking he has time to play football again has never adopted a two-month-old kitten for their daughter. This was in response to talk show host Rich Eisen, who said he heard that Brady was thinking of unretiring for a second time. I'm Trey Thomas. Kittens will take up a lot of your time. 534 News Radio 923. Let's get a look at our Channel 3 forecast. The storm caused. Rec- and that's not it. This is meteorologist Brooke Richardson with your first morning weather update. It's going to be a warm and humid day today with temperatures rising near 76 degrees. Small chance of an isolated shower, 10% chance of rain overall. Overnight tonight, temperatures dropping into the mid-60s. Warm weather continues for your Thursday with a small chance of rain, 10% chance of showers with a high near 76. Thursday night, temperatures dropping near 68. We will stay warm for Friday with temperatures rising into the 80s with a 40% chance of showers and thunderstorms. Stay connected to the Channel 3 News first morning weather team. Download the W. WEAR-TV weather app. This is Brooke Richardson from the First Morning Weather Center. Thank you, Brooke. Right now, 69, partly cloudy in Pensacola, 70 in Gulf Breeze, and 66 in Milton. Our next news at 6, breaking news anytime. I'm David Wayne, News Radio 92.3. News Radio 92.3 is Pensacola's radio home for informative, local, and dependable news and talk. Listen to local talk in your morning and afternoon drive. Local experts during the day with the Pensacola Expert Panel. And national talk with Brian Kilmeade and Dave Ramsey. Listen to local news and Fox News at the top and bottom of every hour. Along with WEAR News during your afternoon drive and at 10 p.m. We have your traffic on the fives during your commute. And when breaking news hits, we have you covered. News Radio 92.3, now heard on 95.3 and AM 1620. You know what you want to do in retirement, but do you know how to get there? Tune in to What Your Money Would Say with Andrew McNair of Swan Capital, Saturdays at 1, to get answers to your retirement planning questions. Plan today so you can do all the things you've dreamt about doing in retirement. Don't miss What Your Money Would Say with Andrew McNair, Saturdays at 1. Firm offers insurance services, advisory services offered through Swan Capital, LLC. Hey Jeff, where are we going to be April 15th? Co-emceeing the inaugural Pensacola State College International Festival. Get ready for a cultural and educational experience. We'll have a Spanish film festival and exhibits. Plus a huge lineup of performers, including a headliner. We'll also have community organizations and cultural vendors. And to satisfy your hunger, a vast array of international cuisine. For more information, log on to PensacolaState.edu. When you listen to News Radio 92.3 on Saturdays, you get the Garden Line Encore at 9. At home with Gary Sullivan at 10. Swan Capital at 1. Let's go Pensacola at 4.
Good morning, 537 News Radio 923, informative, local, dependable. I'm Andrew McKay. It's the Pensacola Morning News. Yesterday, we had a chance to talk to our good friend, Sheriff Chip Simmons, Scambia County Sheriff. Sheriff, welcome back to the show, sir. Good morning. How are you? <laughs> what is the laugh for? You look like you don't know what That's to make of it. The, the, the fan club over here. Oh, all right. You got Candy yelling. She's wearing I'm the Mork the from Mork Chip shirt. Chip Simmons fan. That's yeah, right. I know. I'll wear my Chip Simmons shirt next week. Uh, we've had a uh, couple of bodies found in the last few days. Uh, is this. Is this Really a news story, or is it just that this is the kind of thing that happens? What's going on here? I guess today everything's a news story. You know, well, a year or so true, ago, yeah. that wouldn't wouldn't be a news story. But we, yeah, we've had a report of a couple of uh, we're doing death investigations. But just just a little little clue for the listeners: if we say there's no nothing suspicious about it, no foul play suspected, it's because it's either natural causes or it's an overdose. And mm-hmm. and we have these, or, or sometimes we have these a sometimes lot. suicide, which and we sometimes don't. Sometimes suicide, yeah, right. Yeah. And and we look at it, and that's what happened in these, these two cases we, we we don't put victims names out so it leads people to wonder if it was an individual that may have been missing over the last couple of weeks or so and 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 i mean we have a pretty good idea who it is mm-hmm. and that's what the only thing we can do really is put out there's no signs of foul play and then i guess people put their put two and two together but you know is it news that's again everything is news every time we go somewhere you know we get a call you have a car on this location or that location and we tell them, oh yeah, it's a you know a lost dog or a lost cat or something, and oh okay, never mind. So they're always looking for news, and I get it. I mean, I get uh, uh, media outlets are are there to to put the news out, and right. every once in a while these are these are pretty big stories. But if it's a homicide investigation or a shooting, we'll usually put those out pretty quickly and let people know what's what's going on. Yeah, it's true. I mean, a body found does make it sound kind of sinister, but you know. People pass away, or as you've said, you know, uh, I'll see four, four, uh, you know, cruisers going down the street, and I'll, you know, call up, you know, Major Hobbs and be like, "Hey, what's going on?" And he's like, "It's just four cops driving down the street going to a alarm. thing. Could be anything. Yeah, you know, right." Here's the thing: uh, um, we have so many alarms set off, and every time I hear the alert tone, we have an alert tone mm-hmm. on our radio to let people, every deputy know, and I immediately look at my clock. On my watch or my clock, and I say, okay, so opening time or closing time, it may well be an yeah. employee tripped an alarm on the way in or okay. on the way out. Doesn't mean we're not going; we're certainly going. But that's what always happens. We have two or three cars going there with lights and sirens, and it it ends up being an employee that you know, a new employee didn't have the right code or or whatever it is. But um, you know, it, I guess when we respond to things, it it, it certainly could be news, and, and people are inquiring about that. Yeah, no, that, but which but in makes the, sense. These cases, you're gonna you're, you're gonna re, you're gonna respond to things and then find out what's going on. Yeah, and it often is gonna be much less than something significant. That's yeah. you know that's worth saying too. Um, you had a um, uh, well, yeah, I did want to ask you about this. I um, I don't necessarily want to say names, but um, somebody you and I both know, who's <laughs> a very prominent local person, uh, was raising a question about homeless people getting arrested a lot in the last few days. Um, especially that the number of arrests being made and then the number of people who are homeless uh, was a very high percentage. Anything anything going on? Are you guys going around looking for homeless people specifically right now? Is there anything like that? No, we're not doing any homeless suites. But but here's the thing. Because you're homeless doesn't mean you get a free pass. If um, And I can tell you over the last couple of weeks, we have had some some rather serious crimes um, you know, committed by individuals. Uh, someone that got cut with a knife, I believe, last week. And, and both of them were, were, were homeless. Um, if, if you commit a crime, you're gonna go to jail, whether you're homeless or not. Now, again, we're not doing a, a homeless sweep. We're not specifically going out there targeting or looking for people that are that, that are homeless. So I don't know the numbers. I don't know, is it possible that we've arrested eight people over the last, I'm not sure what the time frame is right. there. Uh, is it possible? Sure, it's possible. It's, it's 
you know, we arrest people that are, are committing crimes, and, and we're not going to apologize for that. I got you. Makes sense. Uh, one thing, you had, a, I guess, a robbery of somebody who had a disability check. Is that right? Yeah, we arrest a 39-year-old um, guy because he, apparently he, he, a friend of his had just cast a, a friend, an acquaintance of his, certainly not a friend, um, acquaintance of his had cast an $800 disability check. And okay. then he went over to uh, the suspect's house and they began talking and then all of a sudden he started beating him up and he took $800 that, uh, the value of the check itself. So wow. uh, we ended up um, arresting a guy named Wolf, Jeffrey Wolf, Pensacola, arrested, arrested him on Wednesday, charged with robbery and battery. He, he, he used force to take someone's property and that is a robbery. Wow. Okay. Yeah. People, and just, I'm always... You know, I've been talking about this a little bit this morning. I'm just always amazed at the the things that people do. You know, for even just and they think they're going to get away with it is what is right. But I guess they do. Maybe must get away with it from time to time, just from being a bully. But uh, you know, we're not going to have any of that. You, you're not going to um, you know beat someone up, take their money, and if we're if we find out about it right. at least, we're going to we're going to pursue the criminal charges and put you in jail. You got some uh, canine vests that got donated. Is that right? Yeah, we have uh, 13 uh, canines that actually work patrol. And we had two of them, two vests donated by an individual. One individual uh, company donated for one vest, one did another. And then we had um, a, a lady that come and met with me, and she wanted to donate for the rest of the dogs. So she wrote her a check for over $10,000, $11,000 um, to go to the foundation, through the foundation, Scambia mm-hmm. County Sheriff Foundation. And now we're going to have every one of our canines that do uh, police work or field work um, with this vest, and it's for it's bulletproof, and it's it's also provi- prohibits um, your blade from from mm-hmm. penetrating through them. As, as you know, uh, and they won't wear them all the time. They're not you know these dogs. It's they're a little bit cumbersome, uh, but when we uh, sometimes we have an opportunity to to put a dog into a building and to search a building, and and obviously these dogs become. Uh, very valuable members of our of our family and and if we have an opportunity to do whatever we can to protect them then we're we're obviously going to do that so uh, you know I, I say all the time that how how proud I am to be in Eskimo County and just how generous Eskimo uh, County is and and that they've proven it once again so we're we're having all these vests and and the taxpayer dollars didn't have to pay for them no that's and, fantastic and our, our our furry friends are now one more level of protection for them. It's a question that never has occurred to me before, but I'm curious. Like, right now we got this traffic jam on, you know, Highway 29. It was horrible yesterday. It's bad today, but not quite as bad. How does traffic affect your ability to get to responses? Are you, I mean, because people can't move out of the way when it's just jammed, right? So what do you do? Well, I mean— Or do you it, go it, around? It, it I mean, what do you do? what the call is. If the call is an emergency call, and uh, we don't put licensed sirens on for every call, but sure. if there's an individual that's, you know, of crime in progress, robbery in progress, a gun crime that may be in progress, then, then we will put the licensed sirens on and typically go around—try uh, to go around them as safely as we can. A lot of times, what, what, a, what a police officer will, will learn on their beat is that at a certain time, you don't take a main roadway. You can take an, an alternate roadway, and, I mean, you don't have to put your lights and sirens at all. You can go around. Yeah. You learn the shortcuts is what, what I'm trying to say. And, um, you know, what we, we just learn to adapt. It's, it's, it's congestion. It is a, um, you know, it's a, a train, you know, all that kind of stuff. You kind of learn to avoid those, those types of things. I got to say, every time I hear about congestion on a roadway, I, um, <laughs> I, I'm reminded of the old joke, and I'll, I'll, I'll say it here. All right, I'm, this, this a, should be good. Go on. It was on. an overturned truck. It was a delivery truck on, on the interstate, and it, it, it turned over as it was carrying um, a, a truckload of Vicks. And, and while, while no one was injured, there was surprisingly no congestion for four hours. 
Wow. It's not my Dude, joke. You, 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 had, else. you had been on the list of people I was thinking maybe could fill in for me sometime. Oh, yeah. Off, <laughs> off the list. <laughs> no, I can't even take credit for it. Not that it was good. I, I don't know if I would, but it's it's just <laughs> a stupid that, joke, right? That's fantastic. Oh, okay. yeah, it was really good. Hey, uh, something something in the news that made me think yeah, I should ask clean. you about that's, that's is, uh, yeah, very clean. <laughs> right. You know, cleaned out. Um, uh, you saw this this horrible story of this, uh, these folks that went to Mexico. They got carjacked. Mm-hmm. They've been kidnapped at gunpoint, all of this. Um, aside from don't go, you know, you're a law enforcement uh, professional. What what would you give as advice to people if they're planning a trip abroad where, you know, if they're concealed carry, they can't take that most places. You right. know, they're going to go unarmed in these. Uh, what would be your advice to them in, as far as being safe when you're in environments like that? <laughs> you know, I, again, I, I just be aware of your surroundings. Um, what you said first time is don't go. I mean, I, the advice I would give you is to not go to Mexico. We okay. see the issues at the border. We know that people are, I, I, I know for a fact, because we deal with um, task forces and such, that there are cartels that are bringing drugs into, into our country. And these are very dangerous cartels. And, and and just because you're not dealing with the drugs doesn't mean you may not, they might not need your car or they, they might want your money. They want, you know, they, they have to continue to, to get fresh cars and they steal them. That's how they do that, that sort of thing. Um, so I, I again just don't go you're not going to find me and if you hear a story about chip simmons in mexico i had been kidnapped here somehow <laughs> you were kidnapped here and taken there mexico i got you because i am not going right, I'm, fair I'm, enough I'm, I'm here in the land of the free avoid the area is a good way to start avoiding <laughs> just, the problem just don't go all right i got you and last one and i only thought of this because i was watching this morning get out of your um your vehicle mm-hmm. and i kind of made a joke because you you were getting out and you hadn't locked it i'm like oh you're not going to lock that what $40,000 SUV or whatever it is. You know, it's a real nice vehicle, as appropriate. Uh, and then you locked it. You were going to anyway. And it made me think, you have this, you know, lock your doors, keep it yours. We always talk about the importance of locking the doors on the car. But it's my recollection that police officers generally don't lock their cruisers when they're on location, when the lights are on, in those kinds of environments. Is that true? Well, it, it depends on if they're in a traffic stop, they don't lock. They may go, they go, come and go back to their cruiser car, which has a computer right. in it. Uh, but if they're going to leave the site of their cruiser car, they typically lock them, especially okay. with the, uh, back in my day, we didn't always have the remote. So you right. had to actually lock it. So we had two sets of keys. We locked the car. Um, sometimes if you have Often a, a camera, running, you leave it right? running, yeah. you know, to keep it, to keep the computer from having to reboot itself to back then took 20 minutes probably. Um, so yeah, you'd have, you would, you would lock your doors. And I expect our deputies to lock their doors when they go to lunch and when they do different places, uh, they go to different places. But if you're on a traffic stop or you're out, um, you know, right there nearby where, where the, 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 the call is being being uh, taken care of, then no, they, they may not lock it. But that's just a situation where you have to uh, – I could, I could probably show you body camera footage over the years of deputies that someone would run from them, and then they look back at their car because they know it's, it's, it's not secured, or they'll chase someone, and then they'll call on the radio and say, secure my – secure my cruiser car i got you i mean because that's that's part of what what we do and and certainly you know you 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 did make mention to me oh you're not gonna lock your door <laughs> as i got my 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 key as you have it in your hand, hand right yeah and i and i'm i mean i'm i'm manic about that i'll, I'll push it a couple times i get to hear my horn honk i got gotcha. you if i don't hear the horn honk and you got to be able to remember back. that you heard the horn honk oh, oh i've done it i go back yep, and i, I, I got gotcha. you from my from my living room where i do it from a number <laughs> of different places because uh, you know, I, I, I've seen the reports. I've read the reports. Right. We give the advice to lock your doors, and I certainly need to find my own my own advice. Yeah, it'd, it'd be awkward if if you had a uh, yeah, <laughs> if yeah, the I, sheriff I, I, had a problem, yeah. right? So, hey, sorry guys. I, I and, and and I understand it does happen. I right. Mean, it, 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 it people do forget, or they think they've done it, or they think their spouse has done it, 
and and it it you know unfortunately sometimes they leave the car unlocked and that's the time someone comes and checks the doors to see if they're is to see if they're unlocked well sheriff chip simmons always a pleasure always good information super appreciate you being with us today and uh taking taking time out and also keeping us safe man i appreciate it you bet y'all take care all right and also he won't be telling any more jokes uh no it wasn't my joke <laughs> no he's always welcome to tell the jokes they're always gonna be good ones oh. 751 here Oh, uh, no, that's true. That, yeah. yeah. No, the sheriff can tell any jokes he wants. That's right. That's, I'm gonna, oh, man, I can't wait to see you get pulled over later this morning. This is going to be let me show you what's. Well, let me show you what's not funny, Mr. Yeah. McKay. Who's having congestion now, <laughs> Andrew? That's exactly right. Oh, my God. Oh, um, <laughs> It'll be like that scene from... Totally okay. unrelated news note. Um, news Radio and Cat Country are both finalists for Crystal Awards this year. Yes! I'll take it. I mean, I you know, mm-hmm. that's cool, man. And that's, that's cool. a community service. It shows community service to your, uh, well, community. There. Yeah, right. Yeah, so. and that's that's a crystal. And it's a big deal. They select uh, the, the finalists. There's only like 20 finalists, I think, 20 or 50 yeah, the, from all the radio stations in all of the world. So uh, yeah, what an honor. We'll yeah, take and it. we love serving our community. And uh, you've been very involved with Cat Country in years past. You guys have won Crystal Awards, mm-hmm. of course, in the past. I so. wrote the nominations. So. Yeah, yes. Candy's, <laughs> yeah, Candy's I mean, the one who put the submissions because in. Because I so. do, man. It's she's just, really there, good at There's it. so much work that, that goes into just you know helping the community, and sometimes it's thankless, and that's okay. And we love to do it. We all have hearts of service, and I, I love being able to show especially now that i don't have to do the work you know what i mean <laughs> i, mean, I just go man look events. what andrew's you doing you have look to write about doing. it that's it's great. great man no, it's i just cool. work with a bunch of do-gooders and they're amazing and well, anyway, it's, like it's, an insult, it's, but... it's a thing we're pretty excited about <laughs> yeah, it so, uh, so you'll congratulations hear more. if, if we actually win one we'll be even more excited about it but we're pretty excited about the finalists too it's it's exciting yeah 550 on news radio 92.3 if you've got an import a porsche mercedes a genesis audi jaguar a lexus Okay, you might think these are cars where in order to keep everything intact and, and you know warranty, you got to go to the dealership. You don't. You don't. Okay, uh, you can save money. You can save time. You can save not having to drive across 10 unless you love the scenic stuck in traffic view. <laughs> you know, whatever. Um, or you can just go to Bobby Likas Auto Service right here on Davis Highway. They work on those cars all the time. No problem. Uh, routine preventative maintenance. That's their bag, baby. They want to just make sure that they don't see you for the big thing. Because they've seen you for the little things to prevent the big thing. Like, that's the goal. That's why you do preventative maintenance. Their website, carcliniceservice.com. The idea is a healthcare clinic for your car. Same thing, the way you think about seeing your doctor routinely to prevent. You see Bobby Likas regularly to prevent. They were rated a 2021 Carfax top-rated service center, four and a half average stars, average review or above. Um, and, you know, get a diesel engine. They work on those, too. So if you need any work done on any kind of vehicle, Bobby Likas Auto Service right here on Davis Highway. Calling all electricians. Hi, this is Dale Cope, the business manager of IBW Local Union 676. Are you wanting more than a job or a rewarding career that is awesome? Then the union is the right choice for you. We offer top pay and benefits as high as $48 an hour depending on experience. So if you're a journeyman electrician or have electrical experience, don't let this opportunity pass you by. Contact us today on Facebook, IBEW Local Union 676. Or call our local office, 850-477-8767. As a business owner, you have a lot on your plate, from managing staff, growing your business, training new hires, and more. With so much going on, you need Avalon. As an IRS-certified PEO, Avalon HR can help from running your payrolls, remitting state and federal taxes, helping with COVID employee retention credits, workers' compensation insurance, employee benefits, and their HR expertise. Avalon HR lets you focus on your core business while we handle the rest. Avalon HR, employing made easy. 
Here are the News Radio 923 AM 1620 contest rules. You can win one prize per household per contest in any 30 day period, unless specified by individual contest rules. All prizes on News Radio 923 AM 1620 are non transferable, non redeemable for cash, or exchangeable for any other prize. News Radio 923 AM 1620 prizes must be redeemed within a 30 day period of winning. For a complete list of rules, visit NewsRadio923.com. Get your finances in order and become financially free with Dave Ramsey. Weekdays 1 to 4 after Brian Kilmeade on News Radio 923. Informative, local, dependable. Hey, he looks blue. I'd say brownish gold. No, no, no. I mean, he's depressed. Oh. Look, I know that's the slow part of the song, but this is the best aha this is the song. Worst this aha is the best song. aha song. This is the song. worst aha song, and you don't have Kate Meehan here to defend you. Sorry. So. Fine, whatever. I say brownish orange. Five fifty-four here on News oh, Radio me, I haven't seen any cartoons. I'm a <laughs> cul-de-sac of evolution. <laughs> whenever I, whenever I play a Disney sound drop or like from a, from a kids movie, she's all just gives me this look like. Is that in English? I don't know. What is that? And I tell her the movie. She's like, "Oh, I've heard of that movie." You know, because I know I have never watched and stuff. Well, I just I missed it by the like videos came out. And I was mm-hmm. in college. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm 29, but you know, right, so I obviously. missed all of the cartoons, and I never had kids, and I never anyway. I just feel sad I that you rot. can't enjoy like the Little Mermaid or Aladdin or Lion King drops because those are some of the favorites. But okay, but people love them, and that's so great. There that makes me happy. That makes you happy. David Wayne's in the newsroom with our headlines. David, federal authorities launching an investigation into the Norfolk Southern Railroad after those three accidents in Ohio. The National Transportation Safety Board says they're planning to look at Norfolk Southern's safety practices and culture. CEO Alan Shaw scheduled to testify Thursday at a congressional hearing. Four people have died after two small planes collided in midair over central Florida yesterday. The collision was reported uh, Tuesday afternoon over Lake Hartridge near Winter Haven. The Polk County Sheriff's Office said uh, during a news conference that one plane was found 21 feet below the surface of the lake, the other partially submerged. And Oklahoma voters rejected a referendum that would have legalized recreational marijuana in the state. Uh, That was defeated yesterday by a margin of 63 to 37%. All right. Very good. And just for the record, because we were having an argument about this, you've seen The Lion King because you're young enough to have watched it as a kid when it came out. Yes. Yes, I have. <laughs> I was. I love it. No, that's that's good, right? Yeah. Carry, carry him in. Hold on a second. <laughs> but I have missed just about all of the Disney classics that have, you know, since I've been an adult. Because I'm in the same boat. I never had right. kids, so I never had a reason to watch kids' movies. I got right, you. and the people yeah. that have kids have seen these movies over and over way and over too and, many over times. and over Yeah, way <laughs> too many. There, there was never like a time. Like I watched Pulp Fiction. We, we actually, we had three boys and we wanted a girl, okay? Yeah. In addition, it just never worked out that Does way. Does Spencer have to wear a dress? <laughs> <laughs> Not no. have to. Anyway. Um, <laughs> so No, but like. I will say the one, probably the one thing I can absolutely hang my hat on and say this is the one reason I'm glad I never had a girl is that I have only had to watch Frozen one time. <laughs> 556 on what? Oh, that song. No, no, no. <laughs> oh, I guess song. I thought it was a chill. Uh, all kids liked it. But you're right. It's it's 
Uh, girls? Parents of girls have seen that song, have seen that movie. That's the Let It Go and, movie, and Ella right? Enchanted, okay. and you know several of those kind of movies. Anyway, but more aimed at the female. Young, oh, what female a blessing! Yeah, that's right. That's that's the one benefit of not having a girl, which I wish we did. Five fifty seven on News Radio ninety two three. Uh, what else do we have going on? You um, want me to dress up in little girl no, clothes no, and be like, "Danny, my fine. mom." All, right. all is fine. Okay, you guys are um, younger, so that's weird. Oh, I don't have that right in front of me. I did have it yesterday. Um, one of the more interesting things that I was uh, I was watching some of the, um, uh, you know, like we talk about Santa Rosa County Commission meetings. We talk about Milton City Council meetings. One of the things in the Milton City Council meeting that I have not given gotten a chance to feature is that they've done some um, some non drama good things. Like there's some healthy moments happening. I don't mean to make you think like the season's over for Days of Our Milton. It's not, but. Um, Jeff Snow and Heather Lindsay uh, seem to be reuniting, I think, in defense against all of the nonsense outside of the, them. Um, but this was actually at the uh, Committee of the Whole meeting. This is Jeff Snow. Item 2023-1255, Committee of the Whole, Chairman. Uh, this is definitely no reflection of you, Mr. Powell. You've done a tremendous job, but uh, I'll just read a little statement I wrote. Uh, I think it's time that we reinstate the mayor as chairman of the committee as a whole. We have a lot of big projects coming. I believe we have worked through our differences in the past, and it's time for leadership the, for the leadership of the city to show by example working together. That's a big – see, because for a long time it was uh, Mayor Lindsay versus Jeff Snow, and they would bicker on – like never-ending bickering. And then, you know, Shannon Rice would get involved in this, and Sherry Sebastian would get involved in this. Um, but for Jeff Snow to now say, you know what – and they'd taken her off of being the person running the Committee of the Whole meetings, um, specifically because – she was, it was a problem. <laughs> it was a real problem. And now, you know, burying the hatchet, reuniting, you know, making good, uh, making nice, nice. It was, it's neat to see that happening. So that does not mean there's no drama left in the Milton City Council meetings. Trust me, there is. But this was a not quite unanimous vote. Only Mike Cusack, one of the new city council members, voted against it. But still, uh, pretty big, like, peacemaking moment in the Milton City Council meetings. And I know when I talk about Milton, we're always talking about the chaos and the crazy. And, oh, don't get me wrong, there's plenty. Uh, but this was actually a really nice moment to see that happen. And it wasn't like she had asked for it. I, th- I think she didn't even, she saw it on the agenda, but didn't, wasn't really, they like, didn't come to ask her, she didn't come to ask them kind of thing. He just wanted to go back to the old way of doing things, which was nice.